Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The advice given on the following program does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia, its management, and staff. Since individual situations can and will be different, please consider this when exercising any options given by our guests. It's time to get your retirement plan in order. Welcome to the Empowered Retirement Show with Pete Simbalak and Nick Toman, CFP. Reach out to the Empowered Financial Team now at 608-212-7300 or visit their website, empoweredfm.com now. Here's your host, Pete Simbalak and Nick Toman. Hey, everybody. It is a beautiful Saturday morning. This is the Empowered Retirement Radio Show. My name is Pete Simbalak. We have Nick Toman, Certified Financial Planner, in the house. Of course, you can always find us at 608-212-7300. And I would encourage you to use our website, empoweredfm.com. That's E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D-F-M for financial management.com. Nick, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic on this Saturday morning. I encourage everybody to go get a cup of coffee, maybe sit outside on their deck. We look forward all winter to this, Pete. Well, we do, and the truth is I am actually out on the deck right now mm-hmm. because this is my my last day in Nashville, Tennessee, spending time with my grandson. And as I warned Nick and, <laughs> and Sean before, I'm a little moody. You did. I'm a little emotional. <laughs> It's going to yep. be hard to leave that little guy for a mm-hmm. while, but that's just how life is. You know, it is how life is, Pete. And as we were talking off air, I think many of our listeners can relate to what you're saying. I mean, the last year, because of COVID, has kept grandchildren and grandparents apart. And now you're going through that as a new grandparent. So I think a lot of folks out there who listen to our show can certainly relate to being emotional, having to be away from your uh, grand grandson. It's tough. I don't look forward to it. It's going to make trips to Tennessee a whole lot more uh, special, that's mm-hmm. for sure. No offense to my daughter and son-in-law, <laughs> uh, but there's just something about that grandson. You know, what's interesting is, you know, my, my daughter and son-in-law move away a year, year and a half ago, and then all of a sudden they get pregnant and have a baby. And, of course, mm-hmm. I was begging them for a baby previous to that. <laughs> I would call that a life mistake, right? That's right. just what I would call them. <laughs> Let's relate it back to retirement because what we want to do is kind of talk about those life mistakes that people are making Mm -hmm. with their portfolios going into retirement every day. And so today our theme really is to cover three major portfolio pitfalls. Well, all right. Let's add in a fourth. There's four, Pete. Right? There's (laughs) There's probably more than four, but we'll focus on the primary ones. Yep. But here's the thing. I would really recommend people getting some pen and paper and writing down some of these things because you might be making those mistakes. Not everybody does, but Mm -hmm. most people do. They're just really common. Mm -hmm. And the small mistakes, Pete, can have devastating effects on retirement. You may think they're small, but if they add up two or three small mistakes over three, four years in retirement, it can be very devastating to your portfolio. It can, and it does, and it will. 
And folks, that's what we're here for. We're all about changing that status quo of retirement. We're here to help you have that better retirement. So whether you're working with us or somebody else, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting uh, for you to get a little information. And remember, as we start to wrap up this segment of the show, always remember the perspective we're coming from. Mm-hmm. There's three basic levels of advisors. Just to cover it very quickly, you've got your typical 401k, 403b, uh, what we would call custodial kind of advisors. We call them level one, mm-hmm. where you don't get a lot of service. Uh, you don't pay a lot of fees necessarily either, but you get some choices. Level two is where you go to like a wealth management. They're invest- You're managing your investments uh, and you pay a bit of fees and hopefully you do a whole lot better than what you did without. But then there's a third level advisor. And that third level advisor is that comprehensive advisor, the holistic advisor, mm-hmm. where they're looking at everything together. And folks, we fit into that last group. And not only do we fit into that last group, the level three, but we have a niche in the fact that we help people transition to retirement. And more than that, the majority of our people are engineers and math-minded people, Mm -hmm. nurses, folks like that. So folks, that's who we help. It's good to have that as a reference point. What's the lenses you're looking through, right? Mm -hmm. So Buckle Up should be a great show. This is the Empowered Retirement Radio Show, making your retirement better. Welcome back, everybody, on a beautiful Saturday morning to the Empowered Retirement Radio Show. This is your host, Nick Toman, along with Pete Simbalak, joining us from Nashville, having a good time on a Saturday morning. Folks, remember, you can reach us at 608-212-7300, 608-212-7300, or you can go to our website at empoweredfm.com. That's empoweredfm.com. There, you'll be able to schedule an appointment with either Pete or myself, register for one of our upcoming webinars. Pete, we've had a fantastic amount of feedback regarding the webinars that you're doing on Tuesdays at 1130. A lot of good information about taxes and really a holistic or a comprehensive approach to retirement planning. So we're encouraging everybody to register for those webinars on Tuesday at 1130. We still have a lot of good information blogs, white papers, Kiplinger articles you can find, team bios, you can take a risk assessment. So a lot of good stuff on our website. Go to empoweredfm.com. Pete, in our last segment, we were teeing up the show today, and we're going to be talking about some of those major pitfalls to your portfolio that can be devastating to folks getting ready to retire. So let's start talking about that today. A lot of good things on tap for the show. Absolutely. I do want to also just reinforce or reiterate what you were saying. That website is packed mm-hmm. with great information. You definitely want to go there and, and look at information. And I would really encourage people to join those webinars on Tuesday at 1130. Just go to our website and register. Uh, super important. Mm-hmm. But, you know, pitfall number one that we really want to talk about, and everybody, I would really recommend getting your paper and your pen ready and, mm-hmm. and uh, write some notes down. 
you know, this isn't a subject that people haven't heard us talk about before, but it's really about risk management. And mm -hmm. the pitfall or mistake, number one, is people just don't understand what risk is mm -hmm. in their money, in retirement, versus when you're accumulating your money. Mm -hmm. And that sounds strange, right? right? Why would there be such different rules while you're accumulating your money versus when you're in retirement? Yet there are. Well, the first mistake, Pete, that I noticed that people make is when we talk about risk, they think of risk specifically about their money and the money that they have in the market and not necessarily about all the risks surrounding retirement. And you mentioned the rules of the game when it comes to the preservation and distribution of your money. You know, I had a chance to write an article article for Kiplinger Magazine a few months ago talking about how the rules are completely different when you get to this point in life. But that's the first mistake, Pete, I see folks make is limiting what they think about risk to specifically just their investments, not their retirement as a whole. Risks such as longevity, living a long time, you know, passing of a spouse, taxes, things like that. Now, for today's show, we're going to focus specifically on investment risk. Pete, quite often, this is what the folks do want to talk about is their portfolio, their investments. And we're going to talk about those mistakes. But I just wanted to mention that it's about retirement risk and managing everything collectively, but we're going to talk specifically about those investments, things in the market, and things to watch for that can be devastating if we don't get this right, Pete. Yeah, Nick, you know, the way I think I would say it is connecting the dots, right? Mm -hmm. Like you brought up, yes. you know, longevity risk and death of a spouse and long-term care and mm -hmm. taxes, legacy, inflation, interest rates, Mark. All these things yes. are connected, and that's the mistake people make by not connecting these dots. Yes, where you see it is in the investments. Mm -hmm. But even there, Nick, I got to tell you, people are not recognizing the risk that they have in their portfolio. And I'm talking about inside the investments themselves. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can explain this a little different way. Okay. You know, think about like uh, in days past, in years past, everybody would tell you, uh, when you go into retirement, a conservative portfolio is like that 60% stock, 40% mm -hmm. bond. I was talking to a person earlier this week who um, had a recommendation from another advisor because they said they wanted to be a little conservative and they wanted to make about 4% return, maybe 5% uh, on their investments, but right. they didn't want to be too risky. So Nick, can you guess what type of mutual fund they put this person into? A bond, <laughs> a whole, a bond right. portfolio. Mm -hmm. So the reason that this person was calling me is because their sister works with us and well, they're making good money right now while they're losing money. They're actually down <laughs> about 6% mm -hmm. over the last six months. Well, here's, here's why I say that story and why you don't recognize the risk. We've been traditionally told to put 60% into stocks and then 40% into bonds to balance us right. out. But bonds are in a position where they're losing money. Right. Bonds are in a position where they have very low interest rates and they don't have nearly as much opportunity to even make three, four, five percent over the next several years. And so since people use this to balance out risk, mm -hmm. if you actually don't have a right strategy in this market environment, mm -hmm. Number one, you're going to take on too much risk because you're going to load it all up into stocks. Mm -hmm. Number two, you're not getting that balancing act out of 
the bonds. Right, and the bonds also pose a risk, Pete, if you hold so many of them in yes. your portfolio and interest rates do eventually go up. What happens to the value of what you're holding in your portfolio? Yeah, they're going to go down. It's a teeter-totter effect. Mm-hmm. So here's just one example. So holding too many bonds in your portfolio. Now, that's going to sound very contradictory mm-hmm. because we're talking about managing risk. We all know if we have a lot of equities or stocks in our portfolio, that's going to increase Mm -hmm. our risk. So what we do is we, and we'll talk more about this later, but we actively manage that risk and where within the market and we diversify outside the market. Exactly. We use alternatives to go outside and some of those are risky and some of those are not, but you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Trying to manage your risk, your investment risk, inside just the market is a failed application. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. The 60-40 portfolios are dead. 50-50 portfolios are dead. I know that you will hear other people on TV, on the radio, read in magazines. Asset allocation is your answer. No, it is not. It has not worked for years. It's not working in the future. You have to have an active management style if you're going to manage this and manage risk. Right. And it's worked maybe 15, 20 years ago when our parents were retiring. We always say this is not your parents' retirement, yet we still hold to some of those principles and we want to do things you know, that we did 20 years ago or while yes. we're working. So that's the thing we have to move past is the old style way of doing it. The way our parents did it 20, 30 years ago does not apply in the market today. It does not apply for the folks heading into retirement over the next three, four, five years. And Nick, the reality is, and folks, the reality is that things are very different today. Mm-hmm. There's quantitative easing. There's stimulus money floating all over the place. There's obviously COVID. There's all sorts of good and bad things that are out there affecting how the market acts. How do you actually handle that? Mm -hmm. You can't handle it. Look, on top of this, now let's go back and connect those dots. We talked about that issue, right? Mm -hmm. Mismanagement of this risk, either being way too conservative thereby losing money in this environment or being too risky because you're allowing your asset allocation to grow a certain direction. Folks, there's times we're 100% in stocks. Yes. There's times Mm -hmm. for that. There's also times for us to be moving money all around, but that's only the money that's inside the market. You Mm -hmm. go outside the market. Let's connect those dots. Mm -hmm. You have that market risk. You have that longevity risk, right? Everybody, I mean, I'm hearing this. I don't know if you're hearing this, Nick, but I will hear people on the street say the market's never going to have a big crash again mm-hmm. like we had in 2008 or 9. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the government influence. Right. The government... Uh, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, I was going to say even more so than what you just said, what I hear quite often is people will say if the market does have a big drop or has a bad year, you know what, Nick? It'll just come back, so I'm okay just riding that out until it comes back. And that can be a very dangerous mindset, especially if people are in retirement, Pete, and using that money in retirement. Yes. And they last year helped prove their point, right? Mm -hmm. We had this crazy drawdown last year. And then six weeks later, it bottoms and it comes back. We've never seen anything Mm -hmm. like that before. So now people, because there's this recency bias, people have the tendency to believe 
that that now has become a norm. Mm -hmm. Folks, that is not the norm. Mm -hmm. We don't even know what the norm is Mm -hmm. right now. We're in such a transitional state Mm -hmm. within the market and within the economy because of COVID, because of all the spending. They're spending, they being the government, they're spending way beyond Mm -hmm. anything we have ever seen before. Yeah, Pete, Pete, I want to jump in. You mentioned connecting the dots, and this is a good time to remind folks that they should go to our website, register for that webinar you're going to do on Tuesday at 1130. Go to empoweredfm.com to register. This is where you will connect the dots. You will talk about some of these topics, how they all impact one next to the other, how the spending by the government, how taxes, how investments all are intertwined, but it's a good time on Tuesday to go learn more about that by going to empoweredfm.com. That's empoweredfm.com. Register for that upcoming webinar at 11:30 this Tuesday with Pete. So folks, we feel really good because we're making lots of money in our portfolio right yes. now. We feel, and I'm going to use that word on purpose, we feel like we're very safe and secure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're only 60 or 65 years old. And, well, you know, we're only going to live till 80 years old, right? No, you're probably going to live longer than that. Yes. It's okay. The risk that we're taking is just fine. Well, what happens when the market does? Mm -hmm. And it will. It always does at some point. When it does drop 35% mm-hmm. and it doesn't come back in six weeks and it drops 40% and it doesn't come back in two years, mm-hmm. it takes three, four, five years to recover. Don't forget the decade, right? From 2000 to 2010, it'll never look like that again. But the way the market is and the way economists project out right mm-hmm. now, over the next 10 years, the market's expected to lose about 4%. Mm-hmm. Very similar to that previous decade. Now, will it play out exactly the same way? Absolutely not. But this is just an example of, all right, now we have longevity risk. (laughs) If we start off our retirement with a poor decade, how do you handle that? Mm -hmm. Well, if it's all in the market, guess who's going to be working when they're 85 years old? Oh, boy. Or potentially working Mm -hmm. when they're 85 years old. Don't forget about inflation. Inflation's going up even though interest rates aren't. Folks, manage risk. Manage risk inside the market. Manage risk outside the market. Be careful about trusting some of these old axioms about your asset allocation. And unfortunately, there's a lot of advisors still using that information. We just think that's wrong. You have to actively manage your portfolio. So look, that's just pitfall number one. In the next segment, we'll call and, and work out pitfall number two or mistake number two and mistake number three. Uh, and you know what? We're going to talk about fees, the wrong <laughs> fees. Are you paying attention to the wrong fees? This is the Empowered Retirement Radio Show, making your retirement better. Producers with computers can fix it all in Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, everybody, it's uh, the Empowered Financial Radio Show coming to you from both Madison and Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I guess actually technically I'm in Brentwood, but we'll just call it Nashville. Yeah, we've got a Tennessee-themed music today, Yes, we do. I love it. Yes, we do. And I will, yep, I will be back in studio next week with you, um, God willing. And so, yeah, this is the Empowered Retirement Radio Show. 
Uh, you can always find us at 608-212-7300. And uh, the website is empoweredfm.com. I would encourage you to like us and follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We do have, uh, you know, some on Thursdays, uh, twice a month on Thursdays at 4.30, we have Happy Half Hour, which is kind of fun getting together and just kind of creating some community, if I could use that word. And then we do do a little bit of a lesson on there as well. Mm-hmm. Half hour of a little silliness, and then we get serious. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes we get that yeah. seriousness, you know, in <laughs> it, there or out of there. It's a good combination of both community, have fun. I would encourage our listeners this week, Pete, if they have any topics they would like us to cover in the upcoming happy half hours to send those in. We love the feedback from the folks. We've had a ton of good feedback already. So if you're listening out there, have things that you would like to hear about, send those in and we'll get those on the agenda for upcoming happy half hours. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sounds great. So, Nick, as we go into our mistake number two or pitfall number two, very common mistakes mm-hmm. people make with their portfolios, it's uh, paying attention to the wrong fees. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? And then I'll probably just talk right over you. <laughs> It's Pete. It's like being at home. So I'll I'll start out. But oh, uh, this is a a big topic: fees. Because I think fees, Pete, for most people are misunderstood. And the reason I think they're misunderstood is c- because first and foremost, I don't think most folks realize exactly not only what they're paying, but what they're paying for. There's a perception that. For many folks, they're paying maybe just an advisor fee, but nothing else. Or they're not paying an advisor fee, and they have no idea, really, if they lift up the hood, what they're spending their money on. And I think that's mistake. Those you know, are the scariest. That's the scariest part of it, is not understanding or realizing how much you're even paying. So if you don't understand how much you're paying, how do you understand if you're actually getting a benefit for what you're spending, Pete? It's just it's confusing to most people. And this is the key, what are you spending the fees on? Yes. That's really the question. This is why I titled this paying attention to the wrong fees. None of us, you know what? Paying a fee is worth it mm-hmm. if you're getting value out of it in anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. Some people drive a Mercedes. Some people drive a Cadillac. Some people drive a Ford. Some people drive a Toyota. They all have different price points, right? Mm-hmm. They're all cars. They're all automobiles but they give a different feeling. They have a different aspect. They have a different kind of ride. They have different handling. They have different safety features. They all Mm -hmm. have the same features, but you know what I mean? Yes. But they're all automobiles. But some people are willing to pay $100,000 for a Mercedes, right? Mm -hmm. And others are only willing to pay $20,000 for a Toyota. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make one person right or wrong necessarily, but the person in the Toyota, even if they've got $10 million, They're probably driving a Toyota for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. Not that they're not able to buy that Mercedes. Mm -hmm. They could. They choose not to. All right. When it comes to investing, it's the same kind of thing. Folks, you can drive a Toyota, a Prius or a Camry or whatever it is. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. But 
So many people are afraid of paying fees mm-hmm. because they've heard horror stories. Right. Pete, I would they've say. They've heard horror stories that, that, you know, that they didn't get any better management by paying the fees than they did on their own. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Nick. And if I can break this down even sim- more simply, you have, I think, two sets of fees. You have a fee that goes to your advisor for the work that they do. And then I call them the administrative costs of your portfolio to hold your money, to custody your assets, to have a platform for you to invest. So that advisory fee that you're paying, the question I ask the folks when they're out there searching for a retirement advisor, what is it that an advisor is doing specifically to impact your retirement that you're paying them for? So that's where I think people have to step back and evaluate, am I getting a significant benefit for this advisory fee that I'm paying? And then we'll also talk about those administrative costs as well that can add up if you're not careful. Yep. Fees inside the the mutual funds that you hold, loads, all different things that when you lift up the hood can also diminish the value of your portfolio very quickly. So for example, we typically do not work with a lot of mutual funds. And the reason is, so think about this. If you're paying a fee to an investment advisor, right? A level mm-hmm. two advisor, for right. example, and they are managing your money with mutual funds, you realize you're paying two management fees. Mm-hmm. You're paying a management fee to your investment advisor and you're paying a management fee to the mutual fund. Now you might not see that fee from that mutual fund, but it's in there. It's in there for every mutual fund that's out there. That's the difference between, for example, an exchange-traded fund and a mutual fund. Mm -hmm. Exchange-traded funds typically aren't actively traded. All right, so did you realize you're paying two sets of fees? One you see, one you Mm -hmm. don't. And if you are paying a fee to somebody who buys a mutual fund, puts it into an asset allocation, and then does nothing with that (laughs) on a regular basis... What are you paying that person for? Exactly. Why didn't you just pay them a small fee to pick your mutual fund and then be done with it? Mm-hmm. The kids are not doing anything additional. Yeah. What are you paying for? That you're paying attention to the wrong fees. You want that special attention. You want that to be designed just for you. For example, we actively manage our portfolios and we actually use another company to get our data from, and you mm-hmm. pay them as well. The difference is with us, you see that. Exactly. And you see the value for it. Mm-hmm. And again, in a little bit later uh, part of the segment, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about some of the results and what does that look like and why do we think that looks good or bad or what have you. The point being is what are you paying and what are you paying for? What are you actually getting out of that? Exactly. You mentioned at the top of the segment, Pete, Folks don't mind paying fees if they know what they're paying and they and they find that there's a benefit. And that's the key is just understanding what goes into the portfolio. You mentioned these mutual fund fees that can really add up. And when I first meet folks, I'll do an, uh, I'll lift up the hood of what they have going. And it's an eye-opener, Pete, in many cases to find out that that mutual fund expense is probably double or triple what people think that they're paying, or they may not even realize, like you said, there's even a fee associated with that. So Nick, let me take it even beyond that. When somebody pays us a fee, what are they getting for it? They're not just getting investment management. Mm-hmm. We are that level one advisor. We're that top or level three advisor. We're that top level advisor where we do comprehensive planning. 
So somebody is paying us a fee to do all this extra work, not just the investment. So if we charge, let's just say we charge, let's let's be really facetious out there for a moment. Let's say we charged 5%. 5%, but you netted 11%, netted 11% in your portfolio, including the 2008 downturn. Okay. Would that make you happy? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd be happy with that 11%. Oh, by the way, we took we helped you with estate planning. We helped you with tax planning. We helped you with income. We watch over these things. We manage all this stuff together, healthcare included. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now that 5% feels really good when you averaged a really good number. Now, I'm not promising anybody 11%. I'm just using an example, trying to be very facetious. You'd pay 5% to average every year 11%. Who wouldn't? That's what hedge funds are for. Exactly. And I'm using, I'm using an extreme example. <laughs> Folks, watch your fees. You know what? We didn't even get to... Uh, active versus passive in uh, management. So on this next segment, we're going to have to really buckle down, Nick, and cover two elements in one. Welcome back, everybody. To the final segment of the Empowered Retirement Radio Show on a Saturday morning. This is your host, Nick Toman, along with Pete Simbalek, coming to us from Nashville this morning. What a great Saturday morning. Pete, you mentioned our last segment. We have only covered two of those major portfolio pitfalls. We have two more to eat. What is the third, uh, probably most overlooked pitfall of managing your portfolio in retirement? So, you know, it's really this debate between active and passive managing Mm -hmm. your money. And, you know, right now, when you talk about publicity, when you talk about commonality, definitely passive income is being touted right now. Mm -hmm. That is a trend right now. And we're going to tell you just the opposite. Mm -hmm. And we're going to tell you the opposite because you have to manage risk. You cannot manage your risk properly, in our opinion, by being passive. And so we believe you want to actively manage your money. So let me give you, if it's okay with you, I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. All right. So what I've done, what you folks cannot see is I've got a chart of three different portfolios, one of them being the S&P 500. And I'm going all the way back to the year 2000. So I'm covering basically 20 full years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe 21, depending on how you want to count it. But here we have a portfolio we use. We, we uh, call it our dynamic allocation strategy. And I would say it's probably the most common risk money inside the market portfolio that we use for people in retirement. The reason being is it's moderately conservative. And its focus is to grab returns when times are good and to be very defensive when times are bad. So in other words, avoid a big loss. Mm-hmm. So going all the way back through 2000, its largest drawdown, all the way back to 2000, top to bottom loss, has been a little over 15%. That's it. Mm-hmm. 11, a little over 15%. But its average rate of return 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Compounded average rate of return has been 11.45%. 11.45. Now, I'm going to compare that very quickly to the S&P 500. Okay. The S&P 500 has had a drawdown of over 50%, and its average compounded average rate of return is 7.15. Okay? So what we're talking about is by actively managing, by having a dynamic allocation strategy, meaning mm-hmm. don't be static, move as things get mm-hmm. aggressive, you can be aggressive. As things get scary, you can be very conservative. Moving in and out, will it be perfect? No, it's mm-hmm. not perfect. But the goal of minimizing the losses, because losses in retirement especially hurt you way more than the gains, allows you to have what's called a smaller standard deviation. Mm-hmm. So you stay in the middle of the road, thereby you compound better. Right. I want to give you an example very quickly, just so you know, in this example I've showed you, the total return for that dynamic allocation. Now, by the way, this is without fees. So I'm just giving you raw numbers here, Mm -hmm. and I'm not promising anything in the future. I'm just telling you what happened in the past. But from 2000 to 2020, that portfolio uh, gained 882% total, while the S&P 500 gained 329%. That is a huge difference, Pete. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you want, and here's where we're going to get dangerous, if you want to be more aggressive, let me give you another example. This is one of our quality portfolios. Now, our dynamic allocation strategy, we're using exchange-traded funds, Mm -hmm. right? So we're using a passive tool, and we're actively managing them. The quality... uh, portfolio is much more of a blue chip, much more of a um, dividend style. So those of you that love dividends, this would be Mm -hmm. a good example for you. Now, I would call this moderate to moderately aggressive, right? Because it has more risk. Its largest drawdown was at 39%. So much larger drawdown, Mm -hmm. much larger drawdown than the dynamic allocation strategy. But it's, it's, Compounded average rate of return since 2000 has been 14%. Which is still very good, Pete. Yes, you're getting Mm -hmm. some great returns. In fact, it's made Mm 1,484% growth since 2000. Yeah. My point is, you're not trying to beat the market. Mm -hmm. You're just using a strategy to actively manage the risk. Mm -hmm. Can I say... Pete, when it comes to active management, I think is a retiree or somebody heading into retirement, it's important to, again, have that different mindset that passive probably isn't the right way to do it in retirement. But when it's actually being actively managed, you need to ask yourself, who's actually doing the management? Because that can be dangerous. We can think that we're doing the right thing by actively (laughs) managing the portfolio. But let's say we want to manage our own money and we decide I am going to get in the market and out of the market and allocate based on 
rumor, innuendo, news, talk shows, whatever the case is, and you're quote-unquote actively managing on your own, or you have your advisor picking stocks or picking mutual funds for you, that's one way to actively manage, which can be dangerous. The other way, which we believe in, is to use market data, different data points. Uh, We use a firm called Ned Davis Research. And yes, they look at this. The yep, yes. they, they look at 21 different data points every month, and that's how they make decisions about how much uh, cash that we need in our portfolio, how much it's okay to be in stocks in a particular month. So there's a big difference, Pete, when we actually look at how things are actively managed. Either we do it ourselves based on the news and rumors and innuendo, or are we using the math and the science and the data points to decide what our money and our portfolio actually looks like every month? I love it, Nick, because as a holistic planner, as a comprehensive planner, there is no way I can put together a portfolio Mm -hmm. and manage it on my own Mm -hmm. to get the kind of results that have been had by by these portfolios mm-hmm. they're being drawn we're, we're just taking the data from these professionals that have a long history going back into the 80s harvard uses these guys yale uses mm-hmm. these guys uh, lots of um pension funds use these right uh, ned davis research mm-hmm. that's the point they have a rules-based system mm-hmm. and data as they see it and you're making decisions based upon current data there's not a hunch in there. Mm-hmm. There's not a, a guess in there. And look, they're not going to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't need them to be right. We need the wrongs to be small. Right. And that minimizes. Yeah. And that helps to minimize those big drawdowns. That first portfolio you described to us, Pete, that's the primary objective of that management style is to minimize those really large drawdowns so that you don't lose five years of compounding. Again, there's no guarantees. Your money is still in the market. And we teach folks all the time, it's still important to separate the purpose of your money. Use the best of all worlds. Use the best of Wall Street, the insurance, the banking world. Now, for today's show, we're specifically talking about Wall Street. So there are no guarantees. But if you can minimize drawdowns in the money that you have in your roof, remember that house illustration, your money that you have in the roof, that money that's at risk, that really can set you up for an amazing retirement. So just keep that in mind. It's about managing those big losses in most cases. All right. So I've got to put a little qualifier in here. If you're listening to this, you heard me go through this portfolio and you're like, Pete, I want to sign up now. I want that kind of money management. Hold on. (laughs) We actually don't work that way. We work with people who want comprehensive planning. Mm -hmm. This is just one element of it. We actually had people who saw what we were doing on the investment side, kind of lied to us about things that uh, they wanted done so they could become a client. Once they figured out, once we figured out, we did, they did not want to go through planning with us and be comprehensive, we fired them. Mm-hmm. We made them go. In fact, they went right back to the advisor <laughs> they were going to before, right? which was just fine mm-hmm. with us. So my point being is, folks, yes, there are lots of opportunities here to make some money or potentially right. to make some money. But that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. We are planners. We are comprehensive planners. And we cover all the bases. We connect the dots. That's why we have the 360-degree retirement planning process. That's what it's about. That's a proprietary system that we teach other advisors. I teach other advisors, both nationally and internationally, how to do these Mm -hmm. things. Folks, I would really recommend go to the webinar on Tuesday at 1130. 
you will continue to get a flavor of how we think. If you're mm-hmm. listening to the show and you've listened on a regular basis, you know how we act. You know how we think. The reality is, I mean, this is probably the first time in years that I've mentioned any returns. Why? Because I don't want to promise. Mm-hmm. Anything right. could go wrong. It's still the market, right? There's no mm-hmm. guarantees. But that's why we use the modeling we do. We use the roof. We use the walls. We use the foundation. We Other people use a house illustration mm-hmm. as well. We do it very different than they do. We do it with planning. So, folks, go to our website, empoweredfm.com, and sign up. That webinar. It's going to be talking about taxes. Right. It's going to talk about the market risk. It's going to talk about healthcare. We're not even covering that. We're just <laughs> talking market risk today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that planning, Pete, you just described, that is what you are paying for, you should be paying for, is planning. We just talked about fees in that last segment. That's where you want to be spending your time is on actual retirement yes. specific planning. Yes. This is. So this is what it's all about. And by the way, I gave a dynamic allocation strategy and I gave a dividend strategy, folks. That fourth is getting hung up on your favorite strategy. Mm-hmm. Notice how we have different, we have growth strategies. We have, we have all sorts of strategies. The point is don't get in love with just one strategy. Exactly. Because there's always going to be a time it's not right. Folks, I hope this has been helpful to you as we wrap up. Again, I would encourage you, go to the website, register for the webinar on Tuesday at 1130. Folks, this is about making your retirement better. We're getting into the weeds. We're getting into the dirty stuff. Why? Because you need it. That's what people need. They need the truth. They need transparency. I hope you understand that's what we're about. We're here to make your retirement better. Folks, have a great week. Get on our podcast. Listen to this again. We look forward to seeing you soon. This is Empowered Retirement Radio Show, making your retirement better. Investment advisory services offered through BCJ Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only. It should not be considered specific investment advice, does not take into consideration your specific situation, and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and are not guaranteed, and past performance is no guarantee of future results. For specific tax advice on any strategy, consult with a qualified tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.